You're tuned into the Awakening Zone Radio Network, your news and information source for empowered spiritual awakening. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. Hello and welcome. I'm thrilled to have you back for another episode of Pure Presence. There's never a shortage of information to share regarding the current energetic patterns and fun ways to play in this energy. But before we do that, let me tell you a little bit about Pure Presence. During this show, you will be offered information and reminders of who you really are. You'll be offered these reminders through the words that you hear and in the silent spaces between the words. Each episode will address various topics, but all for the same purpose. The clear intention of pure presence is that you know for certain and experience the bigness of who you are. The last half-hour segment of each episode will consist of an energetic integration and balance session. In this segment, you will hear vocal toning, light language, and other right brain techniques for the purpose of supporting your alignment to you. This process is used specifically to bypass the left brain's tendency to simply remind you of what you already know and to allow you to expand beyond your limited patterns. Most people tend to feel deeply connected to a bigger part of themselves at the completion of these episodes. For that reason, when we are complete, I will leave you with a few closing remarks about how to get more information about this work and future offerings. If you would like to listen to this alignment but not participate in the energy work, just set your intention and it will be so. For those of you who have questions or comments, you can join me in the Awakening Zone chat room right after this episode. Before we begin today, I'd also like to remind you that for those of you who are listening to Pure Presence on Blog Talk Radio, we'd love to have you come over to theawakeningzone.com. During the live broadcast, there's a chat room to enjoy and many other wonderful shows to explore. Also, for those of you who did not hear the last week's Pure Presence Um, All About the Kids, with my special guest, Joan Walker. That episode will be a great adjunct to what we're going to talk about today. So welcome, everybody. Great to have you back. And one of the things that I um, want to share with you today is, again, a little bit of additional information since that last episode, Pure Presence Aligning with the Kids, or um, All About the Kids, in that episode, it was Joan and I were talking about, you know, this end of December, this first three months within the 2014 calendar year, and really what just what was available and what was possible during that time. And so I want to follow up on that a little bit today. I also would like to share a piece of energy work with you at the end of this episode that is, again, specifically directed to helping you align with this time because the more I look at this energy, the more I play in it and um, experience it, I'm realizing just how transformative this, um, the, the capacity of, for transformation this time period actually has. 
really fascinating as well because, you know, I know that for many of us, 2013, it was a challenge. I mean, there was no way around it. There was so much um, energy being uh, transmuted uh, within the physical body itself that many of us were having kind of physiological kinds of challenges. Um, Definitely there were challenges related to you know, muscle tension, aches and pains, um, even into kind of the neurological process as far as, you know, kind of foggy brain and headaches and all of this kind of symptomology that seemed to be flying around through 2013. 2013 also really demanded that we let go of our illusions, that we let go of our preconceived ideas um, around limitations, that we really allow ourselves to step into the fullness of our being or, you know, uh, pun intended, our pure presence, to, to, to truly be present and accounted for with all that we are. And that took a fair amount of letting go, at least it did for me, I'm assuming, based on a lot of people that I talked to over 2013, that it was the same for you all as well. But And, and as we came towards the end of uh, December, you know, December 2013, there was a huge influx of energy again, kind of like saying, okay, any last unfinished business regarding this letting go process, this transmutation of old limiting beliefs, it's got to go and it's got to go now. So, you know, heard of a lot of people who were ill, you know, over the um, Christmas holiday, a lot of, again, headaches and um, nausea and those kinds of symptoms and you know, you can, at that stage of the game, you can really begin to just throw up your hands and go, oh, you know, really, <laughs> let's get on with this already. You know, isn't this enough kind of thing? But as if you look a little bit deeper as to, you know, there clearly information being cleared out, but when you look at the bigger energetic pattern and you look at actually what's taking place during the end of December, these first through three months in 2014, you really begin to understand the potential impossibility for you having a completely different experience of yourself in the not-too-distant future. And some of you are already having that amazing experience of your pure presence or your divinity or... Um, a perceptual reality of self that far surpasses any of the limitations that were kind of those preconceived ideas of the past that were kind of what I would call the imprinting um, of the collective human consciousness into your specific uh, consciousness. All of that is beginning to be unwound right now. And so there are these flashes of of awareness. There's, you know, we hear that term, you know, Christed self, 
um, our Buddhic nature, our pure presence, all of these words in many ways kind of mean the same thing. But, but they're just words until we begin to actually have the experience of that. And right now, we are in the process of having these breakthrough, bleed-through kinds of experiences of just that. From my vantage point, the reason that we're beginning to have those breakthrough experiences, to know ourselves as that, not just to read a book about it or have somebody tell us about it and kind of have a mental construct about what that might mean, but to actually have our own personal experiences of it. Um, one of the reasons why that is seems to be uh, available to us right now is this, this higher level of consciousness, whether you want to call that the collective consciousness of the children or that Christed consciousness, again, in my vernacular, they're kind of one and the same. But when you take a look at this higher state of our own consciousness, let's put it that way, that is beginning to um, infiltrate the collective consciousness, it's like we have shifted from simply having the possibility and potential of that. So it's like in the past that higher consciousness kind of infiltrated, dropped into the collective consciousness, but it was kind of like the collective consciousness, our collective consciousness, was swimming in the soup of higher consciousness. We'd get a taste of it every now and again. We'd get a flavor of it. Um, We'd know it as an experience here and there. But something different is happening right now. What has changed is We've been swimming in that soup for a while now. And having swum in that soup, we are now beginning, there is a way in which that higher level of consciousness is now able to build structure within the collective consciousness, within your individualized consciousness as well. And by structure, what I mean is that instead of just swimming in the soup of that consciousness, there is now a firm base, a firm methodology, a structure to move us from our old limited ways of perceiving ourselves to new ways of perceiving ourselves. You can imagine if um, if all of humanity went from their limited perceptual reality to knowing themselves as Christed beings, that that might be a little unnerving. It might be um, a little discombobulating, and it might create more of a, a dissonance within coherence than a stability within it. So one of the kind of uh, stepping stones of that movement that collective awakening, that tipping point, if you will, is to begin to create a structure so that as people awaken, as people know themselves as this, they actually begin to have a context 
for it. They they have a, a box to put it in, so to speak. And you might think that having a box to put something in sounds kind of funny when you're talking about, you know, a whole new level of Christed consciousness. But we are human, and our neurological processes require some contextual cues, some reference points, so that we can not only be something that maybe we have not been up to this time, but so that we also have a framework with which to uh, create from that place, to to move and grow from that place. And so one of the things that I'm noticing right now is this higher consciousness has now kind of figured out a way to begin to create structure within the human neurological process. What that structure looks like so far, as I can tell, is these these rods of light. And the way I visualize this is if there was um, a higher consciousness that was sending down uh, almost lightning bolts, all, rods of light into the collective human consciousness as it currently stands, anchoring in new levels of consciousness, providing a a stay, um, providing a focal point for new levels of consciousness. These rods, these anchoring rods, also seem to be affecting uh, people like you and me a little bit more quickly than they might be affecting the mass consciousness. And only for, only because there is a... Um, there may already be some reference points. There may already be an opportunity to take in the, this new level of consciousness in a very structured way um, and to then be able to kind of find some way of articulating that so that you can pass that along to other people so it becomes even easier for them to take on this new structure. The way that new structure looks in my own experience and and probably in many of yours as well is that for those of you who have had access to higher states of consciousness anyway, um, whether you want to call that channeling or whether you want to call that um, an openness or an awareness to different aspects of yourself um, functioning in other realms, other dimensions, whatever, that information seems to be coming in much more clear. It seems to be coming in very filled out. There also can be an energy of feeling like that that connection point is no longer out there somewhere, but those reference points for higher states of consciousness are right here. They're on the same plane of consciousness that you function in day in and day out. So having a conversation with these aspects of yourself um, can be very much like having a conversation with your best friend over a cup of tea. It's that clear. It's that uh, present. It's that refined, right? 
And so that's a great indication if there has been a change in the way that you've been receiving information, that change is indicative of the fact that these anchoring rods of light are taking place through the human neurology, through your neurology. It's allowing you to, um, how do I want to say? It's allowing you to be so clear in your reference points or in your communication that you have a way of articulating it as really as simply as possible. And again, no different than having a cup of co- a cup of coffee or tea with a friend and then turning around and sharing what that person shared with you to somebody else who might benefit from that information. That's how closely related um these other aspects of ourselves are to our human neurology right now. One of the other things that I'm noticing as well is that with the um as this this anchoring, these rods of light, this new structure, foundation, scaffolding, if you will, is built within human neurology. It also is making a lot of people much more receptive to letting go of their old limitations. So here's where all of a sudden, again, you're talking to somebody um, that you know you haven't been able to have a conversation with for a really long time, or not a, a quote-unquote real conversation, because you know they either could not yet hear that information and or simply weren't ready, whatever. But all of a sudden, those same people are coming to you and they're saying, oh, do you know about this? What about what about these kinds of things? What about these reference points instead of these? You know, and for many of you who have watched the trajectory of human consciousness begin to shift, you know, you kind of sit there with your mouth hanging open. It's like, oh, my gosh, it's, it's literally happening. You know, we're also seeing this um, as, especially towards the end of 2013, as there was kind of one uprising after another um, within different, uh, I'll call them earth communities, you know, different places and spaces, um, different cultures, different uh, experiences of the human condition. There was a natural uprising um of all kinds of individuals, not even really knowing kind of why they're why they are ready to do this, but all of a sudden it's like that human neurology just kind of clicks into place and says, "Nope, that was a limitation, and I won't live within the confines of that limitation anymore, and we will create this now. We will create from a new level of." human experience, a new potential within human experience. That's all a direct result also of the anchoring, this new template within human neurology. I was having a conversation with the collective consciousness of the children, Melchizedek, Metatron, and Michael, who is, that's a triad that works within the certification process that I offer. And I was having a conversation with that triad and the collective consciousness 
of the children and you know they were reminding me that really the only the only thing that stands between our awareness of our Christedness or our divinity our god selves and what we have been perceiving up to this point the only thing that stands in that way is our perceptual reality how we have been wired um over eons of time to believe in our limitations versus believe in our greatness. And there's some aspect of us that has always known that that greatness is there. We might, because of the way that we have been conditioned and the neurological process has been wired in, so to speak, you know, it's it's very natural for any time where you go to that place of, oh, my gosh, I am a divine being of light. I am a creator. I am a Christed being. Any time we go to that place because of the conditioning, you know, it's almost like there's some aspect of us that says, whoop, wait just a minute here. <laughs> Stop right in your tracks. Come back to your limited perception of self, um, you know, you're not allowed to go there kind of experience. But what's happening with this new level of consciousness being able to be wired in or anchored in to human neurology, another byproduct of that is now those thoughts come in and we allow them. Now those thoughts come into our consciousness And we might not be shouting it from the rooftops quite yet. We may not even be completely acting from that place yet. But we are allowing within our human neurology, within our perceptual reality, we are allowing the reference point that we are divine, that we are much more than we have perceived ourselves to be. And we are beginning to ask, some really powerful questions. And again, sometimes within the confines of our own consciousness, we're beginning to ask those questions like, what is possible if I am divine? What is my, um, what can my contribution be if I truly accept my divinity in this human form? What could happen if my divinity and my physicality were so coherent that my very state of physical being was a representation of creation, was a representation of Christed consciousness on this planet? So we all have the concept over time, times past that you know, one Buddha, one Christ, one, you know, sporadic enlightened beings uh, navigating the earth plane in physical reality, you know, in, um, in the physical form and every aspect of that physical form being uh, uh, conditioned to higher states of reality. We also have been programmed to believe that that experience 
has to come with a whole lot of sacrifice, um, that that experience has to be have a negative impact on our physiology. So one of the brilliant ways of conditioning us away from our divinity, away from allowing ourselves to be be what we truly are, what we have always been. But with this new structuring happening within the neurology, there's something loosening up around that as well. All of a sudden, there is a reality available that really hasn't been available before. All of a sudden, it's as if, wow, I can allow myself this as a reference point, and because I allow myself this as a reference point, I can also use the creatorship of that reference point to create a brand new reality. I can allow myself, okay, so, you know, what if you are a Christed being? What if you are divinity made manifest in physical form? Is there a limitation in that? Do you, do you believe that there's still limitation in that? And, and if you do believe there's still limitation in that, you probably are somewhere in between the old paradigm and the new paradigm. But as you begin to ask yourself these questions, you know, if I am this, if I am this made manifest, divinity made manifest, what can I create from this perceptual reality, from this level of awareness? Do I need to use force? Probably not. Can I use love as a creative uh, mechanism to allow divinity to be present upon this earth in all kinds of shapes, in all kinds of forms, in all kinds of human conditions? And can we, as a collective consciousness, begin to create a very brand new template around that? So do we have to suffer? You know, do we have to suffer to be divine? Or is that simply a construct of our limiting beliefs? Is that simply a matter of how we have been programmed um, based on a few individuals' experiences, or at least the perceptual reality around a few individuals' experiences. But what experience can be created now because this shift in consciousness is happening on a mass scale? You know, now we've got a collective consciousness that has this available to it. That's a whole different ballgame. So rods of light being anchored into the collective human neurology, probably very significantly impacting your human neurology in very particular ways. But one of the things to practice, if nothing else, between now and definitely the first few months um, of 2014, practice that. Practice acknowledging your Christedness, acknowledging your God self as self, 
as, as your experience right here, right now. And then simply notice what comes up as a rebuttal to that awareness. What comes up as a rebuttal to that reference point, to placing your attention and intention into that level of consciousness or that capacity? Anything that comes up as a rebuttal is most likely part of the limiting perceptual reality that you've held in your neurology over eons of time. Place it in the sphere of your own higher consciousness, drift it in the vastness of your being, command it to transmute, um, really get into the, the energy of this. If you are a creator... And equally, if you are can 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 create and can destroy, what what applications does that avail you? Um, use it, you know. And and the the trick is is that we never really know how to use it unless we say, "I am that." No, I said again, "I am that," and the mind comes in. And you go, "No, I said." I said, capital I, I, the I am said, I am that. And every single time you have that as a reference point, I promise it will kick up all the things that are not that reference point. But again, not to make you wrong, not to make you bad, not to pull you back into some form of limitation, but simply to inform you of what patterning is still there. There's nothing to, quote-unquote, do about it. There's nothing to process about it. Simply use your creatorship. Place it in a sphere. Destroy it. You know, uh, send it through light. Do whatever you want to do so that you know that you have uncreated that pattern and then go right back to your new reference point and see what else shows up. If you would do just that between now and the end of March, you will look back on the last three months and kind of go, why did I ever believe that I was limited? Why did I ever assume that I was anything less than divine? This is what's possible right now. This is pretty darn exciting. One of the other things that Joan and I talked about on Pure Presence All About the Kids was the fact that much of um, what is kind of getting let loose, uh, what has been held in place by a limited perceptual reality, has also been held in place um, within the the construction, if you will, the constructs, the templates of the lower, um, specifically the lower three chakras. So it can also be beneficial to make sure that you are moving those chakras. It can sound like a really simple thing to do um, and maybe too simple for some of you who have been doing or uh, you know, have been kind of working in multidimensional realms and playing in those um, in those ways. You can kind of 
I, sometimes I hear myself kind of go, oh, it's going back to chakra work. Do I really want to do that? But again, my my philosophy at this point of the, of the game is simple. What has the most impact with the least amount of effort? Um, and so something like, you know, putting your reference point in your divinity and simply noticing what comes up, um, drifting that in spheres of your own higher states of consciousness, commanding it to uh, deconstruct, if you will, um, maybe asking yourself even, you know, is this related to a particular chakra? And then spin the crap out of that chakra. You know, just get it moving. Get it, get there, get some fluidity in the energy in those lower chakras so that those chakras are actually working with your commands versus working against them. You know, um, so this, this will have ramifications all the way through. And quite honestly, whatever you're doing multidimensionally, wherever your access points are multidimensionally, this level of simplicity is only going to enhance that. And I can speak to that one directly because, like I say, as I've been playing with this energy, um, accessing this consciousness, both moving things out consciously, uh, kind of uh, uncreating that energy, um, moving it into a different template, playing in that chakra system, it's all just, it's very simple things. And yet at the same time, it allows so much more awareness to come in, so much more clarity, so much more refined direction about what will work for you. You know, because some of these general things, that's what they are, they're general. But as you become more connected and refined to this source self that you are as you become begin to act from that within your physical experience you become much more aware of what works specifically for you Um, and that has huge implications as well because when any one human being is so coherent within themselves that they know what works for them and what doesn't work they know where to go for their own internal support, and they know what to stay away from simply by the way they feel, simply by the the uh, indicators within the physiology that this is a positive direction or this is a negative direction for you as an individual. It just allows so much coherence, so much functional, let's call it functional sourceness of your being to be manifest right here in your physical condition. And that gets really exciting. I mean, that's the kind of world I want to live in anyway, where everybody walking around is so keyed in to their own source self and so acting from that source self that, you know, the creations, the co-creations that can become available simply because of that are just phenomenal. I mean, just I can't even, 
um, I was going to say I can't imagine, but I can imagine just what opportunities that might avail this human condition. I mean, what can we change collectively and instantly when each human being is functioning from that place of state of consciousness? So what I'd like to do today is I'd like to kind of take what we've talked about today, take the the energy that the collective consciousness of those of you listening and those of you who will listen are imparting into this as well and really create um really create a an anchored structure within the physiology that would help move this forward within you as an individual and thus move this forward within the collective consciousness. Um, Very possible. And we have all kinds of forces, supports, aligning with us at this particular time. You know, so let's see what we can do today and where it wants to go. So if everybody will just find a comfortable place to relax and be present with yourselves and just move into your breath and notice for you where is it easiest for you to breathe into you know are you a are you a kind of a heart breather do you breathe into the heart space do you breathe into the solar plexus do you breathe in a little bit further down into the pelvic region, and just notice where it's really naturally and organic, where where it's natural and organic for you to breathe into a particular place, a particular space within the body, and allow that to be absolutely perfect. Finding where that is. And wherever that is, from that place, commanding that your own divinity, your own Christedness, come a little bit closer in consciousness. You kind of feel it as a condensing of energy or a pressure, maybe uh, even um, an in- enlightenment or a lightening up of your field. It can feel that way as well. But just allow it, it's almost like you're inviting it to be as close to you as possible. And then let's just practice this for a second. Let's be very clear that we are choosing. We are choosing the reference point. We are choosing the experience of our source self. We're we're choosing the experience of our divine self, our Christed self. And as you choose that experience, as you become excited about that experience, 
the possibilities and potentials that lie within it, notice what energy kind of comes up as static. Notice what kind of comes up, maybe maybe a, even a symptom, a physiological symptom. So you said, I'll have that. That's who I am. That's what my reference point will be. Notice if something in your body, did your neck just get tense? Did you just get a headache? Do you feel a little nauseous? You know? Is there a, a scatteredness? Or or a static in your energetic bodies. All of that is simply just the rebuttal, the old programming rebuttal to what you just said you will be, to what you've just said that you will experience as yourself. You chose a new experience, and now the rebuttal is there. So. All of that energy that is in rebuttal, collected up in the sphere of your own higher consciousness, drifted in the vastness of your being, command it into coherent integrity with what you have chosen with your new reference point. There you go. Drifting it, drifting it, and as you drift it, as you shift it, you will literally notice an energy in the head. The neurology will begin to kind of settle into a new pattern. Okay? Literally, the headache can disappear. The nausea can disappear instantaneously knowing what it is, knowing that it's simply a reference point to old perceived ideas. No harm in that. It's just that you're choosing something else now. Yeah, okay. So noticing if it hasn't gone completely away yet, go back to your reference point. You are divine. You are Christed. That is your new matrix. It is the template that makes up the the physical body, the physiology, it is the template. You get that? The body is Christed consciousness. So that also will kind of have all of this stuff surfacing. What do you mean? What? 
no, the body's bad. Remember, the body's bad. You know, is what the is what will surface as old limiting beliefs. You know, you'll hear your mind go, "Don't go there." So again, no judgment as to what comes up. Just simply command it into coherent integrity with what you are choosing now. Drifted in the vastness of your being if you're visual and you like to see it go. There you go. So what you're showing me is as you do this process, as you just play in this energy, keep going back to your new reference point, your new template, bringing up all the preconceived ideas about why you can't be that, and then actually taking an action, doing something pretty simple about that, what you're showing me is that this new consciousness literally does get anchored into every single aspect of your physiology. So now you're showing me these rods of light going through cells, going through systems of the body, going through organs of the body. Every single aspect that you consider your human physiology gets embedded with these rods of light, with these rods of higher states of consciousness. And sometimes in doing that, the whole body goes, ooh, this is a lot, so maybe we'll take off here. Maybe, maybe, whoops, a little bit out of the body. So if the body's kind of... Mm, not so much trying to escape itself, but almost feeling like the energy is big for it to experience, just allow yourself to create a grounding cord. Allow yourself to plant those beautiful feet of yours literally or or energetically firmly on the earth's and allow the beautiful energy that she is to be a support to the anchoring of this energy. You know, many of us kind of have questioned over and over again, did I come to the right place? (laughs) You know, this is a little bit more challenging than I expected it to be all of those kinds of experiences. And if you take a really close look, a close feel, have a intimate experience with the energy of Mother Earth, you'll know that you came to exactly the right place. You'll know how much support there is from this planet <coughs> for you to be being that you are. What got in the way was simply the patterning within the neurology that has us separating from the earth. 
that has us separating from our own divinity. There you go. So that's bringing up all kinds of stuff as well. And find your method of release for that. And again, your method is the important piece here. How How is it comfortable for you to transmute this? Can you simply command it? Do you need to see it move out of your field? What works for you? Really, really important here. Okay, anchoring those rods throughout all aspects of physiology. Yes, feet firmly planted on the earth. Allowing the energy of Mother Earth to come up and hold you, cradle you, support you. It's almost like she provides some of the the stays for the scaffolding. So if that energy is not really surging up through you and being present within you right now, simply ask, is there an attention point needed in your lower chakras? Does something need to be spun out to allow that energy to just very fluidly, coherently, consistently Come right up through, making it all the way into the heart, if you will, while the divinity, the sourceness, the Christedness that you are, comes fluidly, coherently, consistently right down through the upper chakras into the heart. So if there's anything in those lower chakras in particular, sticking points, just spin them. Allow them to radiate. Command them into brilliance. Command them into coherence with your new reference point. Here we go. There you go. Now you're shifting it. Really simple. Nothing tricky about this. I think sometimes the greatest truths are the easiest ones to understand. And it's as easy as you having a brand new reference point. And anything that does not align with that reference point, you have the capacity to clear with a command. And the more you practice that, the more you know it to be true in 
every single aspect of your beingness, in every experience within your beingness. So seeing that energy ascending to the heart and descending to the heart. Now we build a radiance. Like a thousand suns beaming from your heart space, beaming as your heart space, impacting, affecting, building coherence and integrity throughout every aspect of your physiology every aspect of and bodies that make up the experience of your beingness throughout all time and space, throughout all realities, staying grounded, don't have to go anywhere anymore to receive what you are. Simply allow it simply allow it to radiate. Here we go, let's bump that up just a bit. Here we go. I And as you go back to your inhale and exhale for a moment, is your place of inhale and exhale the same place? Is it deeper within that place? Has it moved? No right or wrong answers, just simply a noticing of a before and an after. So really setting your intention here that anything that has limited you, anything that has confined you to a particular reality or a particular experience of self, was simply a preconceived pattern And that preconceived pattern has a brand new, much more empowering, much more coherent, much more reflected of self reference point 
than it has ever had before. Anchoring that into all aspects of your being, that intention clear, coherent, unwavering, Your Christed experience on this beautiful planet has the capacity to be the most glorious, joyful, beautiful experience that humanity has known to date. Let that be so for your own personal experience, first and foremost. So that that will bleed through into the collective human consciousness. So that that will be what the human condition can be. Yes. Yes. So we say, we say, we say so and it is so. So if you've drifted a bit during this energy play, allow yourself to be right here, right now, You might want to use as your reference point your heart as you find your breath, breathing into that clear, coherent space. There you go. And as you begin to find your breath, allow that breath to radiate, emanate through the limbs of the body, through the physical body, down the trunk, Allow it to begin to move the arms and the legs, the fingers and toes. Allow it to stretch the neck, rotate the neck, shrugging the shoulders. Really expand the chest. Sit into or stand into that pelvic girdle. Stability, anchor, 
Have the breath go all the way down the legs. Really, again, feeling that connection literally or energetically to the earth. There you go. Hoo-wee. Amazing. So now finding three nice deep inhalations and exhalations. And on the third exhale, breathe your eyes open. There you go. Eyes open. So again, it's simple. Keep it simple. Reference point, what comes up from the reference point, commanding that whatever comes up get kind of reconstituted, restructured to your new reference point. That reference point being the source self, Christ self, divinity that you are. There you go. Beautiful. Beautiful. One more inhale and exhale. Thank you for sharing this time with me. You've done some powerful aligning today, and over the coming days you will begin to notice the effects of this alignment. Please notice what you notice and be easy on yourself as unproductive patterns are released and a fuller expression of your pure presence emerges. The effects of these sessions are cumulative, so please join me again on February 7th for another episode of Pure Presence, Aligning to Self. For those of you interested in our newest population of children, you can join me on January 31st for Pure Presence All About the Kids. For more information about Peer Presence and my other work, please visit my website at suzymiller.com. We have a new OSEP Level 1 process beginning this Monday, January 6th, so please feel free to contact me for a free 20-minute consultation if that's of interest. You can contact me through the website at suzymiller.com. We also have a new Autism Healing Intention Program, which begins on January 15th. Registration for that will need to be in by January 6th. Statistical results to date for that show growth in communication, social skills, cognitive abilities, lots of cool stuff going on there. You can get more information about that at naturaltreatmentforautism.com. That's naturaltreatmentforautism.com. We'd also like to remind you that the Awakening Zone is funded completely through listener contributions, so please help keep Awakening Zone on the air by considering making a contribution. Simply go to awakeningzone.com and click on support in the middle of the page. Every dollar makes a difference. Thank you in advance for your support of this. Coming up next at 1 p.m. is Miriam Knight on the New Consciousness Review. Miriam will host writer and producer of Sacred Journeys of the Heart, Rona Price. Thanks again for joining me today on Pure Presence, Aligning to Self, and until next time, many, many blessings.
You've been listening to the Awakening Zone Radio Network, offering insights and inspiration for our evolving consciousness.